Welcome to this edition of the Water Brothers podcast. We're going to be talking today about how to prepare to pass your certification or your licensing exams. My name is Jay Kirshner. I'm the executive director of American Water College, and I'm joined today by Joe Kirshner, who happens to be my twin brother. So if it sounds like it's just one person talking to himself, that might be why. Um, but uh, so today we'll talk about how to prepare to pass. But before we get started, Joe, I thought it would be good uh, if we answered a question that I know you've been asked a lot and I've been asked. And, uh, and the question is this, with so many other training organizations in the water industry, with the national uh, trade associations and then the local chapters that provide the training um, why why did you decide to to start an organization, uh, you know, just adding another one to the water and wastewater community? Boy, that's a good question, uh, Jay. And it's a question I was asked a lot when I was first starting or trying to develop and put American Water College together. And uh, j- just like then, I, d- I don't really have a good succinct answer because as with most things in life, it's never just one thing that motivates somebody to do something. Uh, I wonder if you can, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Oftentimes it's, you know, just lots of different factors go into making decisions, but uh, maybe you could just share with us one, one major thing, uh, maybe sure. a story or something that, that people can relate to. Sure. I, I think that the, the biggest thing that uh, was a, a motivator for me was a, a how the experience that I had when I was preparing for and then taking the first certification exam I needed to when I was uh, in this industry. Um, and it's, it's a story of failure, uh, quite frankly. I I was working as a lab analyst and I got a promotion to become the lab director. And that position came with educational requirements as well as certification requirements. And I was required to have a high level laboratory analyst certification, a grade four, and uh, didn't have it. But the employer gave me 18 months to get that certification. And uh, so I was promoted. I needed to get this license. So I began preparing like I watched other people uh, that I worked with do. You know, you get the books that cover the information that's going to be tested and you, you know, learn all you can about uh, what's going to be on that test. And then you go, you take your test. Well, I did that. And and being that I worked in the lab, I thought I was very familiar with the different procedures and, and everything that I needed to know for the exam. And when I got my results, I was, uh, well, I I wasn't happy because I needed 70. Not good? Not good. I needed 70% to pass and I had 69. So. uh, Oh, that was close. It it, it was. And and I thought, well, that was close. You know, just like you said. So I, I got another book. There were some management questions on the exam. So I checked a book out of the library. It was titled, if I remember, Management 101. So I needed to learn some basic management uh, information. I thought, well, yeah, th- this will put me over the top. Um, and since I was so close, I just needed, you know, another question or so, and I'd, I'd have it. Um, I signed up for the test. I took it again. Same result. 69. Well, now I'm starting to get very nervous because, you know, uh, I needed to pass this test to keep my job. And, you know, I have a family and I, 
I need the job to feed the family. Um, so, you know, I, I was pretty distraught. Um, and, and it was at that point that I did a little bit of research into how to learn and how people take in information and better remember information. Because what I found was that the training that I was getting or the training, you know, the way I was going about preparing for that exam wasn't working. Uh, so I, I figured there needed to be a better way. And when I looked at the exam pass rates uh, in other areas, you know, whether it's wastewater exams, distribution exams, treatment exams, I saw that I was in really good company. You know, in California, where I was at the time, the pass rates were anywhere from 50 to 60 percent. So like me, almost half of the people failed their exams. In states like Texas, it's even more grim. Uh, you know, there's some exams where you, they have a 22% or a 26% pass rate, uh, but overall it's about a 40 to 43% pass rate. Uh, so, you know, misery loves company, but so what? That doesn't solve the problem. Well, that's when I decided to take what I learned about learning and uh, help others to become successful in our field. So were you ever able to pass that test? Oh, fortunately, I was. Fortunately, I was. Um, because after the two failures, uh, I, I did a little uh, learning of my own uh, about how best to learn so that I could recall the information that I needed when I needed it. And it, it was through uh, that investigation that I created different study aids for myself. And I created, basically, I came up with a little program of how I would prepare myself for that certification exam. And after following uh, that little regiment that I came up with, uh, I, I passed the test uh, with flying colors. Well, that, that's a good lead into the next question that I wanted to ask you. And if you would, why don't you just share a few things that makes American Water College different from the other training organizations? Well, let me address that question uh, by uh, sharing a series of questions that I asked myself when I was thinking about developing American Water College and creating this new training organization. Now, I thought to myself, you know, what if there was training out there that addressed the different ways that people learn, that addressed the different learning styles? For example, the auditory learner, the tactile learner the visual learner. Because when I did that investigation into how I learned best, I discovered a combination of things that makes most people learn best. And, and that kind of went into the program that I put together. And I thought, well, if it worked for me, why can't that work for other people? Um, I also asked myself, what if there was training out there that allowed the student to work at their own pace? Because you know, Jay, not everybody learns at the same pace. So, you know, why can't training be so that people move at their own pace? Well, it's difficult to do in the classroom, but, you know, our method of training allows for that. Uh, what if there was training that allowed the student to pause it and come back to it uh, when they had more time or allowed them to rewind the lecture and go back over those difficult topics a couple of times uh, to the point of understanding or what if there was training that had study helps like flashcards and visual study aids that helped people remember those important facts that they're going to need on their certification exams or their state licensing exams? What if there was training that gave uh, the student access to an instructor outside of the classroom? 
because, you know, I, I went to some of these exam prep classes for operator training for the operator exams that I took. And, you know, once class was over, basically the relationship was severed. Well, I wanted, I had more questions I wanted answered. So what if there was training out there that gave me access to that classroom instructor following the class or following the lecture? What if there was training available 24 seven? You know, maybe I worked the swing shift or the mid shift and going to a daytime class is difficult for me. Or what about training that allowed me to attend on my schedule from my current location so I didn't have to travel for it. So th these are all things that kind of went into my thinking. If, if, if I could have the ideal training for me, what would that training look like? So, so I think the obvious question then is, you know, for people listening, I, I, I'm a little biased. I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to go ahead and ask it anyways. Uh, do you think you've been able to create that type of a training organization? Oh, I, I do. I think the team here at American Water College has been able to uh, do that in part because of our training platform and our delivery method that allows us to develop and deliver this type of training experience. It's available anywhere, anytime as long as you have an internet connection. And the system that we use allows for these flashcards and these interactive study tools and drag and drop uh, type learning and uh, visual study aid type of learning. What kind of feedback do you get from the students? Oh, we regularly uh, get emails from students, uh, occasional phone calls, but usually email um, from students that you tell us about the success that they've had on their certification exams. So the feedback's pretty good. Excellent. So that's some good stuff. Well, let's, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up uh, shortly, but before we do, uh, I want you to give us an overview of, of what we can expect in the, the next podcast in this series on how to prepare for your certification or license exams. Absolutely. In the podcast ahead, we plan to cover the key elements of an effective study plan, and, and we're going to give our listeners the tools that are necessary to properly prepare for and, and put together a plan that helps them prepare for state license exams. So some of the topics that we're going to go over uh, will be, uh, you know, discovering how you learn best, because this will allow the student to make the best use of their study time and really play to their strengths in how they learn. We're also going to talk about a five-step approach to solving math problems. And this one thing, that five-step approach that I've shared with thousands of students across the country, has really changed the way they approach math problems and has made them successful where they previously weren't at dealing with the water treatment and wastewater math. We're also going to talk about what your certification notebook should include so that you know, the information you need to keep with you and collect while you're preparing for an exam. We're going to talk about how to create flashcards that really work. And then we'll probably address uh, vocabulary, which it's not a popular topic, but, you know, just a, a little heads up. We'll talk about how to use and create visual study aids for maximum benefit and then also the proper use of practice questions. And then we'll discuss the difference between classroom and online training to help the listener discover which one might be most beneficial for them. Excellent. Sounds like we got some pretty good topics coming up, but uh, that's going to do it for this podcast. For American Water College, I'm Jay. And I'm Joe. And we're the Water Brothers, and we'll talk to you next time.